Somebody give the Lord some praise in here tonight. I said give the Lord some praise in here tonight. God is so good. I want to read one verse of Scripture from Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. Then I want to turn over to Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 right there. Then I want to turn over to Acts chapter 2 and begin in verse 1 through verse 4 right there. The word of the Lord says in Matthew 3, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now will us turn into the book of Acts, the book of the church, what we call it. We're still in the book of the Acts. The Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to tell you that we're going to be set ablaze. I believe God's wanting to set some people on fire. Beginning in verse 1, Acts 2, beginning in verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them tongues like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I want to speak to you tonight on the thought being set ablaze. I'm going to tell you in this time, being cold, lukewarm, and indifferent will not cut it. A church that is not on fire will not accomplish anything in the spirit realm. Amen? It's just sitting there. But when you get a church that is full of fire, you will see some great things begin to happen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, and we lift you up. Uh, and I pray for your anointing, dear Lord, and I pray for your spirit, Lord. Uh, Father, tonight I ask you, Lord, to set a place in here, Lord. Uh, Lord, tonight I pray, God, for each one under my voice uh, that can hear this, that, Lord, uh, that you'll ignite a fire in them that you will set them on fire that they feel the fire that's inside the fire of the spirit inside of them Lord I pray God that you renew their enthusiasm their zeal and their hunger and they experience a fire like they never had before for you tonight Lord we ask you Father Lord for your hand in here and your great anointing to flow in here Tonight, I pray, God, tonight that some would receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I pray, God, tonight some would receive deliverance. I pray, God, tonight that some would receive healing. Lord, and we give you the glory, dear God, the praise and the honor. In that precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and, and amen. An ingredient in the early church that is needed in 2017 and beyond if the Lord tarries is that a fire think about how the fire was the motivating force of the early church and how it took a small group of 120 believers and look in just a few short day, days and time and then they reached multiple thousands of people even in our earth days here in the church of God 
just a few uh, down in Murphy, North Carolina, on the other side of Murphy, North Carolina, down in that way, uh, it's where a few people got hungry for a move of God. Baptist, Methodist ministers uh, got tired of the status quo uh, and began to hunger. And one day, the fire of Pentecost, uh, and they who was on that day formed what we call known as the Christian Union that later become known as the movement we call the Church of God today. But let me tell you, throughout the Bible, we're we going to need that fire again in Pentecost in our churches tonight. We need some people to say, I want to be set ablaze tonight. Anybody in here want to be set afire tonight? Anybody in here want to be set afire in here tonight? Well, let me tell you, if the Church of Jesus Christ in this last day is going to go through in this world, We've got to have the flame and fire of Pentecost. The church needs to be set ablaze tonight. Throughout the Bible, you can see how fire is associated with God. Amen? Anybody believe that tonight? Here are a few examples. Moses and the burning bush right there. How about the pillar of fire? The Shekinah glory of God. Elijah and Mount Carmel. We see fire. In fact, Hebrews 12 and 29 declares, Our God is a consuming fire. Anybody remember the story of Jeremiah where he wanted to quit? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Where he wanted to quit, but he says, I can't quit because it's like fire that shut up in my bones. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me tell you, some of you need to get some fire in them bones tonight. Amen? Some of you need to get a hunger for the presence of Almighty God. I told you this morning I've never seen a generation that proclaims Christ like this generation that did not want to attend his house. Amen? I've never seen a generation of preachers that supposedly be called to preach but don't want to preach but one sermon a week. If I had my way, we'd have six or seven sermons a week around here. But listen what I'm telling you. What needs to happen tonight uh, is we need that distinctive fire uh, of Pentecost. Uh, we need that distinctive fire uh, of God to set some people ablaze tonight. Uh, sadly today, uh, there's more people that are familiar with ice uh, than they are with fire. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, we're more familiar with being ice and cold uh, than we are being set ablaze. Uh, I've come by to tell you tonight uh, that God wants to set you you on fire tonight. Anybody know what I'm telling you? I've come by tonight that God wants you to have some fire in them bones. I've come by tonight to tell you he wants to make you a live wire full of electricity tonight. Amen? I've come by to tell you he wants to make you get up and get excited. He wants to set his church tonight on fire. Too many are familiar with ice. Amen. Burn me if you can. Well, that fire ain't going to come. I got one back there going to get set ablaze tonight, ain't you? Amen. Let's think about John the Baptist. He was a kicking. He was filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, 
what I'm getting at is too many people from, from, are familiar with ice. We have lost the distinctive fire. We have put out the distinctive fire of Pentecost. But I believe in these last days that we're living that God has desire to set his church afire tonight. Amen? I believe in this day that God is calling you off the ice block and he's telling you to get set. He's wanting to put you on fire. Amen? You're the stick and he's the fire. Amen? I believe anybody believe the Lord wants to light them up tonight? The Lord wants to set you ablaze tonight. I'm telling you, God didn't call you to be a frozen chosen. He called you to be a burning. Amen? He called you to be a blazing. He called you to be a live wire. He called you like the early church with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? He wants his church ablazing tonight. I think about the times I've told before. Down in the Carolinas, you could hear stories how people would come by the churches and they would literally see fire shooting out of the roof. Amen? They would some that would call the fire department. The fire department would say, there ain't no fire in this church. What them people were seeing, there was fire there, but not like the fire department was coming for. There was a spiritual fire that was burning in that church. God help us that our church becomes a spiritual fire that on blazing that the community can see, this county can see, this state's are seeing that it's on fire for Jesus tonight. Anybody know what I'm saying? Some of you need to say, set me on fire for my Lord tonight. Don't let me be a frozen chosen. Don't let me be sitting on the ice block. But ignite me tonight, oh God. Let me be that flame that consumes me. See, some of you need to sit be on blaze where it melt the ice. Amen. Too many people got ice. They need some fire to melt the ice. Amen. They need to be touched with it. Oh, gosh. He wants us endued with that power. In Luke 24, 49, and he says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But ye tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. I want you to know what that word endued means right there. It means clothed with. It means it would literally clothe them with power, fire, if you will. It wasn't just any power. It wasn't an earthly power. But it was miracle working power. It was a heavenly power. Nothing like this world had ever seen before. I'm telling you, you can look in the Bible. Even the sorcerers knew who were in touch with devils knew when the power of the Holy Ghost that they were something more genuine about that power than they've ever seen before. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I'm telling you tonight, it's a day that we're living. Whether you believe it or not, we're in a spiritual warfare tonight. We're in a battle zone. We're not in a playground. We're not on a monkey bar. We're not on a swing set. But we are in a war zone. You don't believe me? Look around what is going on. 
on. Look at the overdoses. Look at the things that are going on inside of this small county, this state. Look what's going on in this nation. And look what's going on around the world. Can I tell you, it's time the church be enclosed. It's time the church be clothed with power. It's time the church be set ablaze. It's time that we get out and say that the time for playing church is over and playing patty cake, patty cake, and start saying we're going to be on fire for our Lord Jesus Christ. It's time we get endued with power from above. Amen? It's time we get endued with the power from above. Some of you tonight saying, do I need the Holy Ghost? Let me tell you, we need the Holy Ghost. Amen? I don't know how some of the, I'm going to just say it like it is. I don't know how some of these these church these churches it's more like a funeral home I can say the presence of God's there when they've not had a move of the spirit in years amen when they ain't seen a salvation in years when they ain't seen miracles take place the hand of God can I tell you tonight they need to be set aflame with the power from above how can somebody sit on a pew and not get touched by the power of God amen it's time for the church to be set on fire. It's time for the leaders of the church to get endued with power. It's time for the saints of God to get set ablaze again. Amen? It's time. It's time. It's time we let the Lord set us on fire for him tonight. God help us. God help us to let us get excited over him as we do a pigskin. Amen. God help us get excited over him as we do a baseball. God help us to get excited over him as we do killing a deer. Lord help us get excited over him as some people get excited over the things that's going on in their life. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel that kick right there. But I'm here. You push me, I'm going to push you back. <laughs> Some of you are excited about what's going on in your activities and you are with Christ. You need to be set on fire tonight. You hear me? I come by to tell you God needs to set you on fire because you're sitting on an ice block. Amen? I'm telling you. You name me something. When I start kicking at you, Oh, you know, a sick person don't like to get kicked. When you start putting medicine, giving them a shot, they're going to start kicking a little bit. That's all right. Chew on the truth in a little bit. It'll set you free tonight. Amen. What are you getting at tonight? I'm telling you, the church needs to get set on fire. The church needs to get hunger for a move of God. We got time for everything else. Why is it God don't have our time? We got that. We make excuses for the things of God, but we got things for everything else. It's time for the saints of God to get on fire again. Did you hear me? It's time for you to get a set ablaze. Amen. It's time for you to get clothed with some power. It's time for the Lord to set a match to you or a lighter to you and light you up on fire for him tonight. Oh, I'm preaching it. Can I tell you, I believe we're getting ready. I believe we're going into the time. Oh, I'm off my notes a little bit. But listen, I believe we're in the time Joel spoke of. 
I believe we're seeing the earthquakes, the volcanoes as the day of the coming of the Lord. But he says that day comes. He said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. Can I tell you, I believe we're going into a time where those that want to see the Holy Ghost poured out, the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, will see it. How many don't believe that tonight? We're in that time. If you want to see an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, hey man, let me tell you, anybody else grown up in here Pentecost? Anybody grown up Pentecost? Well, I growed up Pentecost. I know what it's like to be in service to 10, 11 o'clock at night, looking at the clock saying, what time are they going to get out of here? I know what it's like to see the miracles of those that the hospital said would never lift their arm again. I know what it's like to watch them roll them in on their deathbed to try to get one more gospel message. I know what it's like for them to the blinded eyes to open. Amen. I know what it's like for the deaf ears to open. I've seen the lame walk. I've seen all of this thing. And I'm telling you what God's doing. He said, I want to set my church ablaze like I did in Acts 2. Because I'm telling you tonight, what he left is what he's coming back for. See, the disciples, they witnessed the miracles. That was great. They heard the teachings. It was great. They had zeal. They had enthusiasm. They had knowledge. They had vision. But they needed something else. They needed power. They needed to be clothed with power. They needed the Holy Ghost. Amen. If the disciples needed to be set ablaze, don't you think that we need to be set ablaze? God, I wish I had a smartphone in here tonight. We would scroll them up a hundred times a day. But how many times we open up his word? Amen. How many times we get in tune with heaven? Amen. 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 Don't you think the church world today needs some fire? Today, unfortunately, most of the church world don't even know what, ha- what the move of the Spirit is. Amen. Why has happened? We have become leavened. We've allowed leavened to come into our midst. And what happens when you get leavened? It spoils the rest of it, don't it? How many know with the world what happened? The church is no longer connected to the outlet. It no longer connected to the power source. What are you saying? I'm telling you, a friend, James 4 and 4 says, the friendship with the world is the enemy of God. Can I tell you? We, I'm telling you right, you hear what I'm telling you. A sinner ought to be welcomed in here. But it ought to be, they ought to feel conviction at the same time. Did you hear me? Can I tell you what's going on? We got preachers today that don't want to preach against something because it may offend a visitor. Well, if you've been here the last few weeks, I've hit it all. 
Amen. Amen. I've hit it all. Amen. That's all right. But listen, we don't, we've got them taking down crosses because the cross may not offend. We've got them ripping out songs about the blood of Jesus because we don't want to hear, they don't want to hear about the blood of Jesus. We've got more a feel good. You're going to have a Friday messages than we got a message of John the Baptist. Amen. How many know John the Baptist didn't get go by preaching every day's a Friday? Amen. How many know John the Baptist went by preaching repentance? Amen. How many know Paul went by preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? You say, well, this is 2017. I don't care if it's 2050. The message is still the same. Repentance. Repentance. We got that. Get that. We've become more Lord with the world than we have Christ. The world allures people, people going to church more than does Christ. And they want to know where the Holy Ghost is at. Well, if you'll get more Lord with Christ than you do the world, you'll experience the Holy Ghost revival. Anybody want a revival around here? Well, get more in love with Jesus than you do the world. And there you go. Because it starts with the church. Amen? Don't expect it to start out there. It starts in here. What has happened? Many have become unplugged. Many of our church Pentecostal denominations no longer have a fire, but we got to smoke. I don't want to smoke. I want a fire. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't want just a whiff of it going up. I want a fire. It's time to clean the ashes out and let the blaze start blowing again. Amen? Amen? Too many people want a mist. I want a rainstorm. Amen? I tell people like this. I'll use an example. When they call for my favorite stuff, the snow, I don't want just a half an inch. There goes that mute button again. It ain't shut me up yet. Y'all try to press it all day. I'm still going to say, I ain't looking for a half an inch. I'm looking for a foot or more. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'll be getting calls here in a few weeks. <laughs> what that preacher done this time. <laughs> what are you getting at? What I'm trying to make and use that as an example. Some people are happy with just a little. I don't want a little. I want all I can get. Amen. I don't want just a drop of rain. I want it where it floods. Amen. Amen. What the need for this hour is, is the church to become set ablaze. What the need of this hour is, is for the church to become a live wire again. Amen. The world don't need a smoke and it don't need an ember. It needs a fire. It needs a church that's on fire. It needs the power of Pentecost. It needs a church that is seeking the moving of God. Amen. It needs a church that's seeking all that God can give us. Amen. What happens when a church gets set afire? You want me to tell you what happens? What, Acts 10 and 38 is a good example of what happens. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil for God was with 
him. How many know tonight when the church gets ready for the power of God, when the power of God gets hit and the church gets ablaze, can I tell you tonight that there's going to be some miracles that take place? I told you Wednesday night if you wasn't here, some of you need to hear this. You telling me the dead are raised? I'm telling you right now, down in North Carolina, there was a man who dropped dead in the middle of a church. For 30 minutes he was dead. The paramedics were there and they couldn't do nothing and finally the church gathered around to begin to pray. The paramedics said we can't do nothing but the church began to pray and this man jumped up and began to praise God. Did you hear what I'm telling you right there? I'm telling you God's still in the miracle working business tonight. He's still powerful. Pentecost is still real. You don't believe you raised the dead? Peter went in there and said, Telekuma, she come back, did you? Amen. Go about it. He went all about healing. Instead of calling the funeral home, call the church. Amen. Instead, I'm telling you tonight, he's still working miracles tonight. He's still the Alpha, the Omega. I'm telling you, he'll work when the church is on fire. Can I tell you, until the church gets off the ice block, you ain't going to see it. But when a church gets full of Pentecost and on fire, for God and set ablaze I'm going to tell you there's going to be some great things that happen the world's going to know it was Jesus of Nazareth who done these things can I tell you if Jesus in his ministry relied on the power of the Holy Ghost don't you think the church world today should rely on the power of the Holy Ghost Instead of a New York Times bestseller or the latest fad. If you don't believe this world's in chaos, you need to look around. Look around. This nation itself is in chaos. Confusion is sweeping this land. God, Lord have mercy. Men don't know if they're women anymore. Women don't know if they're women anymore. Men don't know if they're men. Women don't know if they're women. They're just wanting to be whatever. They're crazy. You're born male, you're born female. It's not that hard. This is where it's begin. Ever in your life, for long, there'll be, there's some walking around thinking they're a dog now. There's one going around, he's a 50-some-year-old man, thinks he's a four-year-old girl. Yeah. You're telling me this world ain't in chaos. Not only that, did anybody hear what Congress, they said they could send an imp attack, knock out all the power grids. Perry Stone was talking about this. And it, within so many years, so many, within a year, 90% of the population in America could be dead. This is chaos. Wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. They're saying Yellowstone can erupt sooner than later. And if you look up the ring of fire, you will find out that it is not only quaking, the earth is shaking, but the volcanoes are erupting. You tell me the world ain't in chaos. Hey, man, we're legalizing drugs now. Hey, man. We're legalizing all this. The world's in chaos. Well, I got an answer to the chaos. It's a church that's on fire. 
It's a church that's aflaming in the power of the Lord. See, I'm telling you, we got too many power lines that, that out here, but we got very few that's got some electricity to it. Did you hear me? They're looking there, looking pretty, but I'm telling you tonight, God ain't looking for something just to stand there. Amen. Too many have got this form. They look like a power line. Standing there like this. Let me do my power line imitation. Standing there like this. Ain't a bit of electricity run through them. They look like a power line, all right. But it ain't no good if there ain't no electricity running through it. Amen. Amen. You can have power lines running to your house all day. If there ain't no electricity going through those lines into your house, it ain't worth a lick. Can I tell you what it tells me? There are people that have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. Amen. Meaning they got a form. They got the shape. All they are is just sitting there. They ain't got no power through them. They look the part, but if it ain't got no electricity, what good can it do to your house if the power's not be turned on? Amen. We got too many wires that are falling. We got too many dead wires and not enough live wires. I've come by to tell you tonight, the Lord's come by to set you ablaze, to make you a live wire tonight. Amen. See, can I tell you tonight, how many of our Pentecostal churches today have no lines because they, because they ain't no fire? They got lines, but they ain't got no fire because the power's been turned off for a long time. Just like Samson. Anybody remember the story of Samson? You know, the, his strength didn't come from his muscles. A lot of times we picture him as his muscular being. I don't picture him like that. I picture him being an average Joe because his strength was never in his muscles. Anybody know where his strength was? The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Amen? He was under a Nazarite covenant. But you know the story of him. He assumed the power would be there. He went out and wished himself. And guess what had departed? He assumed he went out and wished himself, and the power of the Holy Spirit had departed him, and he was powerless. Too many churches wished themselves, go through the motions, but there's no power there no more. I've come by to tell you right now, a cold, dead church is not going to do. A lukewarm church ain't going to cut it. The only kind of church that's going to cut it is a church... That's a flaming fire. That church that is set ablaze. You see, that old-time Pentecostal fire is what the early church relied on. And I'm telling you right now, it's what we've got to rely on. It was the way of Stephen in Acts 7 and 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. In Acts 7 and 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom 
and the spirit by what which he spake. I've come by to tell you tonight, God wants to set you ablaze. He wants to set you on fire. He wants to set you and ignite you tonight. Amen. He wants to set you and ignite you tonight. But you better say, you got to want that fire. You've got to lay yourself down and tell the Lord to consume you. Amen. You better tell your, you better lay yourself down and say, here am I, Lord. Consume me. Can somebody tonight say, Lord, set me ablaze tonight. Amen. Lord, set me on fire tonight. A cold, deadless, lukewarm life routine ain't going to cut it. If the church is going to be the church in 20, this year until he comes, we've got to be set ablaze. He's looking for some people tonight that says, ignite me ignite me set me on fire get me filled with the power of Pentecost God fill our churches with Pentecost create a desire create a hunger create some people that says all they want is him and when you get to the point where all you want is him it's not about you but it's about him fire will consume I don't want to be set ablaze. I'm telling you, God's looking for people to ignite. He's looking for a church to ignite with fire. He wants to set you ablaze tonight. <clears throat> Too many have got convenience store Christianity. Don't work like that. You ain't going to be set ablaze with convenience store attitude. You're going to be set ablaze when you lay yourself down on the altar of spirituality as the sacrifice. That way the fire from heaven can consume you. Amen. I'm telling you, God help us to be a church that's going to be ablaze. This community, this world needs a church in revival. The routines is going just going through the motions. Ain't going to cut it. He needs a church like it was in the book of Acts. I mean, you know God's looking for an Acts church. God's looking for an Acts church. Whether you believe it or not, God chooses to work through you. Amen. God needs a church ablaze. He don't want us playing patty cake. He wants us seeking him. Amen. People don't want the fire of God. They want ice. But they need fire. The world's got enough ice in it. We need some fire in it. The church world's got enough ice in it. It needs some fire in it. I ain't status side for the status quo. I'm telling you, the things we've seen around here, I want to see more. I ain't happy with a little. I want all I can get. And when I get all I can get, I want a little bit more. Amen? 
But it starts with people getting want to be set ablaze, to be serious with God, to ignite them in fire, to set them ablaze, to be the life wire. Think about it. What hope does this world have if it don't have the church right now? The only hope from the ungodly do you, for the ungodly. You hear what I'm about to tell you right now. Get this through your skulls. The hope for this world ain't going to come through a program in our government. Amen? It ain't going to come through the sin of this world. The church has the answer. Amen? It's time we get set ablaze and give them the answer they need. I ain't saying everybody's going to receive it because most people probably reject it. But if one person receives it, that's one the angels will rejoice over. All of heaven will rejoice. But we've got an obligation to be on fire for Jesus. Because I tell you, he's a coming. He, he, I, I believe what he left, what he established in Acts, is what he's coming back for tonight. Amen? I believe he's coming back for an upper room, on fire, church tonight. Anybody believe that tonight? Amen? Everyone standing in here who would say, Lord, tonight, ignite me. Set me ablaze. God, I need to be set ablaze. God, I need to be set ablaze. Forgive me of being on the ice cube. It's time that I get that old-fashioned fire. Who will step out? I need to be set on fire. God, here am I. I'm laying myself down on this altar. Consume me. Ignite me. Lord, tonight... Ignite the fire. I don't want a smoke. I don't want an ember. I want a flaming fire. I don't want to be just a power line. Just standing there. I want to be a line that's carrying electricity. Amen. I want to be like Peter and then when the shadow walks by it would heal somebody because they were a live wire. They were blazing for Jesus. Lord, we give you the glory. Ignite everyone. Ignite our leaders in this church. Create a hunger. Stir our leaders. Then, Lord, stir our lay, our people. God, create in them. That live wire. Oh, touch my little buddy right here. Create in him a live wire. In that name of Jesus, we pray amen and amen. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. 
Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.